This is Eric and Jordan from My Brothers and I. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Zanny, Rebecca, and Katie. And we are The, the Cabin, Cabin Project. Project. This is Travis from the audio sequence. I'm Jason Amare, and you're listening to Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. Portland Radio Project. It's Thursday night. Sounds of PDX. I'm your host, Luke Neal, with special co-host, Jen Emerson. Adverse Effects is in studio right now because they have a record release next week. Guys, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. I'd say most most of you were missing Boyd and Benja, but... We'll let, we'll let them off the chain. Uh, so we're going to be covering a lot of things. We've got guest passes giveaway for the show next week. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, upcoming shows by Vortex Music Magazine. I want to talk to you guys about the production of the record. Um, definitely pick your mind about Gene because he was in here a couple weeks ago. Right. Uh, but we're going to start things off on the PDX Spotlight playlist uh, with De La Soul. Me, myself, and I stick around. We've got two hours with adverse effects here on Portland Radio Project. Adverse Effects is bringing the classics here tonight to Sounds of PDX. Because Contestant number four, do you have the answers? Uh, I forgot the outro's always there. You guys can't hear it. He's talking at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got uh, Adverse Effects. We've got Spencer, Josh, and Vince in studio with us because they've got a record coming out next week. Tell us once again, what's the name of the record? A Good Problem to Have. A Good Problem to Have. And I was so lucky last night to get um, five of the tracks, and I've been listening to them nonstop. And my buddy Tyler from Arizona is in town, and literally I picked him up from PDX, and that was the first thing I wanted to do is share this music. Nice. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so before we get into the show, we haven't spoke since the spring, uh, yeah, on the air at least. Uh, so what have you guys been up to? Talk to us about your spring and summer of 2016. Mostly been working on this record. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of took a break from gigging for a few months and just really knuckled down. We had the record like about 80% recorded, uh, really not mixed at all. Um, and so we met Gene, who I guess we're going to talk about later, because he's the man. <laughs> or now let's talk about it. Um, and yeah, we just hit it in the studio hard for the last three months. Um, also ran a Kickstarter project, which is coming to a close on Sunday. That was fully funded. Yeah, congratulations on yeah, that. Thank yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and thank you to everyone who supported. Like, mad love for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, like, we're stoked to get back to gigging. Uh, we'll be at the Goodfoot next Wednesday for the album release show with Human Ottoman and Tribe Mars. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good one. Yeah. It's like all my favorite bands. In town. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. So it's been a really good year for you. Um, one of the things also, too, that I think was a catalyst of that, and, and we've got another one coming up as a MoGo entity. I don't know what it's evolving into, but the marketing entity. Like, yeah. you know, you guys got wrapped in with uh, MoGo last year, and then it just seems like it just spun off. And there's been so many great things to come out of that festival. Yeah. yeah. I think... Super fun, super yeah. fun. Yeah, can't wait to play. play Dude, just, something like it. Yeah, just yeah. from the uh, the initial marketing meeting that that Josh and I went to, the way that that just kind of uh, spun off. I mean, Sarah Vitor, you know, was there at Larissa Bird's Eye. There yep. were a bunch of us uh, that you know I tried to bring people in, and then everybody's just kind of doing their own thing and like uh, collaborating. So it's been a really cool thing to watch grow, and everybody's just. Um, one of the main things that uh, Jason Feldman and a few other people talked about was being fans of the other bands and bringing your fans to other people's shows and things like that. So that's helped this whole 
scene in general grow quite a bit, I feel like. And one thing, too, like you guys have always, you know, the Hive Mind Collective is something we're going to go into in depth later, I'd like to, but that's a perfect example. I mean, there's so much crossover, but it's also support. You have the monthly gatherings where everyone comes together and you've got different artists performing. Totally. But it's, you know, it's not that you're just keeping it within the circle. It seems like it just keeps growing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... Uh, say what was it mogo was a catalyst but now it's getting yeah. nuclear yeah i think like the community has been super grateful to have jason hosting these events and kind of like giving people the tips and tools that they need to really you know make a go at doing this for a profession and it's everything from like whether you just need help booking all the way to, to other artists that are needing to figure out how to copyright their music. Like, it's such a wonderful resource. And the, and the mentors he's got and the studio connections. Uh, oh, and I saw some of the pictures from uh, B-Side, which we're going to talk about later. Oh, yeah. Well. So, uh, Jen, you were from Oklahoma City. I'm not from Oklahoma City. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> Tulsa. <clears throat> no, no, actually. Ada and Enid. Ada, Oklahoma. <laughs> and I went to school at Latta high school, so I actually wasn't as cool as the people who went to Ada, at least in the minds of the people who went to Ada. <laughs> is, that, is that true, Josh? Is that the vibe? I, you know, Jen speaks the truth. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's connected, because, yeah, she's from Oklahoma. I have well. so much family in Oklahoma and Tulsa, specifically. My That's sister so awesome. owns a house in Yukon. My parents and my parents and my 90-something-year-old grandparents still live in Ada. Nice. Um, what was your transition like from Oklahoma to Portland? Ooh, tough, personally, as far as like personal lives. Um, we kind of just picked up and moved out here, didn't really know what to expect. Uh, we just really wanted a new challenge. Um, like Oklahoma was supporting us fully on the move, so we headed out here. Um, I was homeless for like three weeks before finding a living situation with uh, Chris Margolin actually oh, in yes. Vancouver. Cool. Yeah, um, that's how I met Vince and um, kind of how I met Spencer. Um, but as far as the musical transition, it was the best we could have ever hoped for. We immediately fell in with Two Planets, who's part of the Hive Mind Collective, and started booking shows with them. Um, we already had a connection at the Good Foot, um, and then we know uh, Julian and Natalie who run PDX Pipeline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they, um, yeah, they hooked us up with all their contacts, and we were we were off and running pretty quick musically out here. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, we and were they were truly lucky. They weren't just gifts; like it's well deserved. You see, adverse play, <laughs> you're hooked automatically. Thank you, brother. Uh, first time I saw you play, actually, you covered this song. It's uh, "Can I Kick It," but I'll never forget being at the Star Theater for Mogo last year. So, uh, here it is from Tribe. Groove is in the heart. That's an influence brought into us by Adverse Effects. And more specifically, we're going to let Boyd take uh, responsibility for that one because he wasn't here. <laughs> He'll own it. I don't know. It, it reminds me of How I Met Your Mother where Barney and Robin dance together and it's like the coolest on screen oh, dance. Awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so before the songs, that, uh, that song break there, we were talking about uh, your transition from Oklahoma to, to Portland. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was the scene like there? 
it it's actually pretty awesome um hip-hop wise and like musically in general uh obviously a huge folk scene in oklahoma but um as far as the hip-hop goes there's some like reasonably awesome acts out there um there's this dude jb who we used to share shows with his puzzle people crew um some other artists like ltz bd man and frank black out there um and jb actually recently just released an album that features like chuck d and lp and i mean wow he, yeah he's great he was signed to Merz's label for his last album um then there's this other cat josh salee out there and he does great great things he actually just released a stellar new album also um there on there honestly weren't uh any live hip-hop bands really whenever we started out in oklahoma um there was one called Dare We Say Pioneers, and we played a show with them, like, immediately. I love that it has Pioneer in the name. That's yeah. very Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. They were super awesome, really jazzy. Uh, kind of had the uh, Two Planets thing going on cool. in Oklahoma. But then um, our bassist had recently gone back um, and went to a show, and it was a live hip-hop band, and they were shouting out adverse effects yeah. for paving the way for live hip-hop bands in Oklahoma. Nice. So that nice. felt super humbling and just really incredible to see the scene influence still pushing onward out yeah, there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I have probably more than one friend back in Oklahoma that's listening to us tonight, Jacob McMillan, Jerry Jackson, a couple I think... I think they would love to check out some live hip-hop in Oklahoma. Do you know of any venues there that... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, like, I, I would definitely always turn to the Opolis in Norman. Uh, they're an incredible venue. They actually have... They host tons of touring acts, and anyone that they have coming in there uh, is pretty awesome. There aren't any uh, hip-hop-specific venues that I am aware of. Um, there's a... I think it's called Native Roots. It's an art gallery down in Oklahoma City. That's pretty amazing. Um, we came up at a bar called The Deli, which is also in Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, great Norman's music there. Great for for culture. I think. Um, yeah. College towns are always always great meccas for different kinds of culture. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's like where Boyd and Benja and I met and originally <laughs> yeah, started yeah. playing. It was really good for us. And then Oklahoma City actually just got this great venue called The Criterion also that um, just hosted Joey Badass and uh, Schoolboy Q. Sorry, can I say badass? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. You just did. Right on. (laughs) 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 But yeah, uh, yeah, the scene there is great, and they have a ton of awesome pillars that are going to keep it going. Awesome. Well, that's great. Yeah, Thank I'm, you very much. I'm glad you got the shout-outs because if you're doing something that's original in your scene, you should be given credit for it. And one of the first live hip-hop bands that I ever saw was The Roots. Another influence here. Josh sent this to me. It's such a great track. This is You Got Me featuring Erica Badu here on Sounds of PDX. Uh, to quote the great Jay Fiji, Eric B. for president. Right, Josh? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Sounds of PDX. I'm Luke Neal with special co-host Jen Emerson. What's going on? Oh, you know, like we're just interviewing the coolest guys right now. I know, for real, right? We've got <laughs> Spencer 
Vince and Josh from Adverse Effects and Tyler Hobbs hanging out with us from uh, Arizona. Just got off the plane today, so thanks him for hanging out and not wanting to take a nap right away. Uh, <laughs> so we're talking to the guys about a lot of things um, that are important to us. We're going to be talking mostly about the record in the second hour, but um, I want to address something that, um, Josh, you've always inspired me to uh, look at different from the first time I interviewed you. And I want to talk to you about something that was really important last year. Portland had their inaugural hip-hop day on October 15th, mm -hmm. so we're almost at the year mark. That was almost a year ago. Isn't that wow. wild? That's wild. Another, yeah. Yeah, so the 15th, I don't, I don't know exactly what the details are, but, um, you know, big props to Charlie Hales for getting that organized and, you know, making sure that that goes out. But would you describe to us right now what's happening to hip-hop in Portland? Because... Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually um, been a pretty beautiful thing as of late with uh, Mike Capes, Rashid Jamal. I mean, Two Planets just released an album. Everyone's really coming together in the scene and kind of like doing it for the sake of hip-hop and for the sake of community instead of just doing it for themselves. And I think it's making a huge, huge difference in how hip-hop's being perceived in this city. Do you think there's a variety of hip-hop in this city that you oh, haven't yeah. seen before? Yeah, yeah, huge. Um, what's his name? Amine uh, just blew up with that Caroline track. And yeah. that's, that's like, you know, clubbed out trap stuff. Um, super catchy, obviously. Um, Fountain is one of my favorites. Uh, he's with Globe, and um, he kind of does this, like, almost, like, ambient sci-fi. All the songs are about, like, Pokemon and stuff like that. <laughs> it's sick, though, man. That's just, like, so super cool. based out. And then, you know, you got, like, Hive Mind Collective doing what we do, just, like, doing the jazzy stuff, bringing the samples, treating a band like an MPC player. So I think it's definitely got everything. Oh, and Speaker Minds, fun oh, bass, yeah. hip-hop band. For real. Shout they've out been, to they've Randall. They've been doing it for a while, too. Yeah. yeah. I've been sharing shows with Randall and, and those guys for yeah. six, seven, eight years. And we heard, Josh and I heard some Fifth and Wyatt. Um, he, you know, Randall released yeah. a, a single from that project, and I'm still... Yeah, that was incredible. Wasn't yeah. it, right? So I'm still waiting to hear Yeah, the, waiting the for my CD, Randall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Spencer... There, were, yeah. there was a time where there was not much live hip-hop going on. Uh, you know, uh, there's always been, like, you know, kind of an underground scene here, but especially on the live side. And, you know, Speaker Minds have been doing it for a long time, and I've been in a couple different groups before Adverse. Um, I was with a group called the Love Loungers, and we were kind of, we weren't specifically hip-hop, but uh, we were kind of right on the edge of it, and we definitely had hip-hop vibe, and we had a front man and a rapper, and um, we opened up for a lot of acts here in town, but yeah, we've been show sharing shows with those guys for a long time back, um, and props to, you know, my old band and uh, Randall for, you know, keeping that alive when pretty much nobody else was doing it. That's great so, to hear. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And I, I want to ask both you and uh -huh. Vince, yeah. how is it playing in, in Adverse Effects? Because I think it's different than just playing in a live hip-hop band, at least the way Boyd explained it. He oh, said definitely. he taught you guys in samples, right? Yeah. I think yeah. it's brilliant, so explain it's, that. Yeah, totally. Like, my, my previous bands have been a little bit more on, like, either the funk side or the jazz side, where it's like, there's parts and, like, you know, you're playing the song, but you might have a little bit more leeway or, um, you know, you might play the song a different way each time. Um, but with Adverse, it is really more thinking about it like, a hip-hop producer it's like pretending that you're you're a sample and that you're in an mpc you know and you're pressing play 
And so it's it was good practice to just really play the part exactly the same way every time. Because, I mean, I'm a musician, so I'm used to doing something, you know, the same way. Especially anyway, jazz musicians. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. But for jazz, like in my other jazz groups, like I don't play this, the song the same way ever again, you know. So if you see me play that song on a Tuesday night, it's going to sound way different the next Saturday, you know. But with Adverse, it really is. It's just the exact same feel. Um, the exact same little subtleties to the to you know the part I'm playing or the part that Vince is playing, um, and it was good. It was great practice. Practice and Boyd, I mean Boyd's a an amazing musician and yeah. he can play all of our instruments. You know, <laughs> probably just as good if not better than us. So you know he'll he'll be like this is the part. You know, and uh, a lot of times it's so much different uh, than the way I would do it myself. You know, so it's interesting kind of learning how somebody else would uh, approach you know playing a keyboard part or whatever. Yeah, that's but, cool. Yeah. Vince, how about you? So, if I were a guessing man, I'd say you've got a, a rich history in metal and rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say, you know, earlier when I first started off, it was definitely a little more on the metal side. Uh, definitely love, you know, my classic rock, blue stuff, things like that. So, I was more versed as a lead player before this. So, joining adverse was a really i guess like humbling experience from going to just kind of you know improvising whatever blues leads whatever kind of i wanted to do for you know five six minutes at a time crazy hendrix stuff to just playing these parts i think was a really cool experience for me and like helped me kind of grow as a musician kind of in a different way um you know boyd absolute genius in everything that he does and one of the first things that he told me at um, one of the first practices that I went to was think about it like you're part of this sample. Like I am, you're part of this machine and I'm the one pressing the button and that's your part. So it has to be, you know, kind of the same every time. Yeah. And so when I first heard that, I was like, that's a really interesting way to think about it. And, you know, like Spencer was saying, like Boyd has written so many of these parts and can do so much of these things that, you know, for him to be able to, to put it that way. And then me just kind of like putting that into play was really something that opened it up for me. So now I do have, I guess, a little bit more leeway in certain parts, but I'm not going to go crazy for like seven minutes or anything like that. (laughs) Like I used to, at least not with this project. Um, But this is, yeah, one of the best, probably the best band I've ever been in and I'm really looking forward to the album release and then everything that we've got coming up after that. Yeah, so much good stuff. We're going to be talking about that in the second hour. Like I said, we've got some guest passes to give away. The uh, sixth track we've got tonight is Acid Raindrops by People Under the Stairs. Like I said, stick around. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. Out on the porch. Uh, Spencer, that was one of your favorite tribe songs, right? Oh yeah, had to had to get that one in there. Yeah, <laughs> I picked that one in that People Under the Stairs too. Oh so, okay, cool. I love People Under the Stairs because they kind of keep that golden age thing going, man. You know, and like those guys have been putting out albums for like twenty years. You know, Tons and like I mean, I have like my favorite albums, but uh, you know, those guys are great, and like I, I appreciate the deep record crate diggers. You know, this one is like he's uh, he, apparently he's never duplicated a drum break in any People Under the Stairs song. That's his wow. deal. So every drum sample is a unique sample. And that's yes. crazy. Yeah, that that's is crazy. Gosh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, let's go back to talking about uh, adverse effects. And uh, Josh, I was wanting to ask you a little bit about lyrics when I was kind of prepping for the interview tonight. I went to <coughs> Spotify. <coughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first song that uh, came up was Minivan. It was the one that had the most listens, I, I think. Right on. And uh, I was like, all right, we're going to find something we can share with my social media, you know. And, man, there was so many curse words, I, I couldn't share <laughs> oh, that yeah. one. And I was like, all right, so Luke, and this is for real. I'm not making this up. He has not shut up about you guys since <laughs> I met him. You've got to meet these guys. You've got to hear these guys. And I'm like, all right, digging in, you know. I hear uh, Rock the Mic, and I got it. I was like, yeah. oh, I get like I get you guys. Yeah. And I, I loved all the socially conscious lyrics that I heard as well in the mix. And right on. Where do you get your inspiration? Like, what drives your lyrical writing? Honestly, discontent <laughs> drives it a lot of the time. Um, you have a lot of material these days. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The new album's coming next week. <laughs> um Oh, I, um, you know, I write off personal experience just like any other artist. Um, I write what I feel and like I kind of pride myself on being a writer that is always going to be very genuine with what they're saying. So if I'm saying it, it's like probably not an embellishment. Uh, you know, I wouldn't like rap about material possessions because I barely have any of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I just try to keep it like, pretty socially aware and conscious. I, I just think it's really important. Like hip hop started as this vehicle for um, artists to express their, you know, discontent and also tell the stories about where they're coming from uh, up in New York on, you know, the East Coast rappers all had stories about the streets and things like that. And I think that um, even though we are not um, street artists. There's still an infinite amount of things that you can talk about that people are going to be able to relate to. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's gotten us this far, though. So I, I feel pretty good about it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about those things, I wanted to ask you, um, all of your stuff is socially conscious, but I will say that Ain't No Power is a little more socially conscious than Candy. That is directly so, focused. Yeah. <laughs> so with that song... Well, you don't think Candy's changing the socioeconomic <laughs> current? It's giving me munchies. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most delicious song. Um, but having said that, I wanted to ask you, where's the, the, the sample from the beginning, the audio? Oh, yeah. That's from the Black Lives Matter march here in Portland. And... Um, Benja, our bassist, his fiance Tasha actually busted out her phone. We've been playing that song for like, you know, two or three years before we moved to Portland. Um, but it is, uh, the hook is from an old protest chant um, that I picked up and like wanted to move into a more hookier version of that. And um, yeah, so that is bitten directly from us marching with Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it's the, it's the real deal. And that's what I was saying. The, the social consciousness of what you guys do is fantastic. And, and it, it hooks people. You know what I mean? I remember uh, you guys were in when we were interviewing for Mogo and you did a, a spoken word. I don't know if it was oh, off yeah. the top of your head, but like it made Kelly cry and yeah. she almost made me yeah. cry. <laughs> that, was, 
that was really powerful for me too. Yeah, it's great. Seeing her reaction. It was, it, it was extremely powerful. Well, uh, it is 2016, but we're going to take it a couple decades back. We've got Salt and Pepper and Tribe again here the on Portland Radio Project. Rap song I ever learned the lyrics to. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you're on the spot. We're going to be in the studio, folks. She's oh, going to do it for no, us. No. <laughs> Time to show out. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. Portland Radio Project, PRP.FM, 99.1 FM, KSFL Portland. It is the top of the hour, 8 o'clock hour, and we've got mostly original music from our guest, Adverse Effects. Well, uh, another friend of the station here and, and a friend of Adverse I know is Chris Young over at Vortex Music Magazine. The gentleman does so much, and really, it is a conduit, wouldn't you guys say, for like us to tell our story or us to get the word out, right? Absolutely. They've got this really cool thing that uh, if you're out of town and listening, uh, your music scene needs to do this. Vortex, you can go create a band profile and submit your own shows, and then they promote them. Then they'll assign photographers. Then they'll assign people to come and write about it. So it's an extremely nice. amazing process. Uh, we have Adverse Effects in the studio with us tonight. They're releasing their record next week. And in this hour, we're going to be picking their brains about specific songs, um, the, the production, working with Gene, B-Side Studios. So let, let's kind of start there. We've alluded to um, your work with Gene Plank. So um, how did that kind of come to fruition. I know, like you said before, he, he worked with you at Mogo, so that was kind of the beginning. Yeah, much like everything great that's happened for us this last year, it all started at Mogo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Gene had, I guess, pestered Jason into letting him run live recording for all the Mogo sets at the Star Theater. And he hit us up, had um, our full live set. Um, we actually picked one of the songs from there. Uh, to do a live recording release of Trance um, and just kept in touch with him. Uh, ended up getting our files earlier this spring from the studio that we started recording at in Oklahoma and there were Pro Tools files and Gene is insanely proficient with Pro Tools. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, worked it out with him and he was just incredible. Like, you know Gene, I mean. He's amazing. He's, a professional about everything yeah. like doesn't let anything slip through the cracks and i mean he poured just as much of himself into this album as we did so he was extremely excited so i have to tell you i don't know if he's ever told you guys this but he says his favorite experience from working that mogo festival was literally you were the last band of the whole festival at, at star and he's like you know I didn't have ear fatigue, but I've been recording bands for two days. And he goes, I, you know, sure. get behind the curtain and do my own thing. He said it was like halfway into your first song. He had to turn around, take his headphones off and be like, is this, am I really hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> this is really happening. So when you guys worked that out, and I was talking to Gene, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be mixing the Adverse record. He was just as excited. So it was just an amazing collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. He was totally totally down to do it and like you know worked with us budgetarily and like made it happen within the time that we that we needed to have it happen so pretty incredible yeah gene just stepped up and rescued the album from the dungeons of rap <laughs> speaking of finances have you seen uh, jen have you seen their amazing cool little video for their kickstarter i have not seen <laughs> or, or, and the record release right yeah so it's yeah. like it's almost like a south park 
cut and paste. It's I mean it's not it's animated, yeah, but it's, it's not like a an animated loop that just runs. It's like a six or seven second loop. It's actually done by a dude named Eric Hoffner, uh, and he's from Norman, Oklahoma. Also, oh, right on. Yeah, and uh, didn't tell him anything. He just totally had a vision once he heard the song, and like four days later, we got that. Wow, that's nice. really fast. Yeah. Yeah, That's his turnaround is impressive. So, how do you, what, what are the pictures from? Did you guys actually film something here and send it to him? Because you're like, he's talking around. about this, the side scroll. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. side scroll. My bad, man. That was Benja. Uh, yeah. Okay, Benja <laughs> Farber did. I thought yeah, you were talking yeah. about Candy, like oh, the, the music video. Yeah, which is great too. It's fantastic. Right. Yeah, that was all Benja's song. Okay, yeah. Yeah. got he it. He had the idea up here and he made it happen. Yeah, it was quick, pretty cool. Quick work. It's really cool. He actually did that in like a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why am I not surprised? We just, uh, <laughs> yeah, all all we did for that was pretty much just like took my iPhone and just uh, stood on like a color neutral background and just did a bunch of burst shots of us just kind of walking and then he just threw it together. My, my favorite part was Boyd on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> or actually it might have been Fiji like at the end of it just moonwalking back. <laughs> but he did an awesome job with that. Yeah, so, that's fantastic. Thanks, Benja. Yeah, sorry not here, Benja. Um, he, he produced something earlier this year that is hands down one of my favorite tracks of 2016. Josh, talk to us about Crystal. Um, yeah, man. Benja, I wake up to a text one morning and he's like, hey, man, rap on this and uh, listen to that track and like immediately blew my mind. I don't know. I don't know how he does some of that stuff. He's just crazy. When he gets in the zone, it's, yeah. there's no stopping that kid. Yeah, um, there's a lot of vision in this song, but also to you, man, like you go for almost three minutes. You don't stop <laughs> and it's had, all brilliant. I had, it was just so inspiring. Like just hearing that. I, I just sat down and constant stream wrote that and i was actually earlier that day i was listening to uh, mike bogan's new album uh, casino carpet or yeah yeah casino carpet and um yeah some of the things he was doing in there were just kind of like in my mind and i was toying with stuff and then I, like i heard that track and it was <laughs> it was over now is this like a single release or is is adverse gonna perform this we you know we might perform it at some point it's pretty i mean it's very it's very electronic it's yeah very... It's, it's very produced and technical it's originally so what it is is for uh this other project that benja and i kind of a side project called game on and um it's just a 8-bit hip-hop project that we're going to start working on as soon as this album's as soon as the adverse album is on its way you know just so many amazing references. And at first I thought it was like a Thundercats sample at the beginning. It's some crazy 80s cartoon. Yeah, I, free, I think it's called Dinosaurs or something. Dino Raiders? Dino Raiders, Dino Raiders. yeah. Dino Raiders. Yeah. Oh. Leave it to Benja, man. Yeah. <laughs> the mystery is solved. Well, this is Crystal by Benja and Jay Fiji from Adverse here on Portland Radio Project. That's Microphone Fiend. Here on Sounds of PDX, our guests are Adverse Effects. Um, they were actually, um, from Tourworthy, listed as one of the best live acts in Portland. Yeah, we were. It's a nice act. Shout out to Tourworthy. That <laughs> yeah, was right. awesome. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was like a month ago. It was actually weird. They didn't even hit us up. I was just like bustling about my morning uh, and like was looking on there. I was like, oh, 
let's see who they got for <laughs> best Portland acts. I was like, what? <laughs> that is cool. That surprise you? It, a, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's always nice to see press about you when you didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. You know? Well, people connect with you quick, and I think a good example of that, we talked about your Kickstarter, but like, how is that going through the process? Is it scary to launch one of those things? Like, what if we don't hit our mark? What does that mean? Spencer's like, no, I knew well, we were going to hit our mark. I think we felt kind of confident. Yeah, yeah, we yeah definitely. Calculated and terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I had that the page up on my computer like 24 7 just like yeah pretty much it ought to refresh i'll tell you that um but i I was watching it just constantly like seeing like what's happening and like oh man there's like you know 20 days left where are we at like okay well what can we do to hit our mark and things like that but it we were confident in that we would hit our mark just because we have hit so many demographics and so many people out there in portland and oklahoma Mm -hmm with music these days who knows maybe in like south korea or like portugal you never know who's Mm -hmm. streaming what from where um but i mean watching it as confident as as i was it was a little like nerve-wracking like okay we've got 25 days left and we're here we should be here no actually we're fine we're fine so i just kind of had to keep getting like that reassurance and you know talking to these guys and just being like okay like make sure you share this on facebook and tell your friends and this this and that so but thankfully um you know huge shout out to everybody who was able to contribute because it was absolutely huge and we definitely have a few um other things in store now that we have hit that mark that we want to bring out to everybody so that's awesome well, I don't feel like I can overplay this next song, but I've been playing it on the show for the last three weeks. <laughs> this is uh, Gene Blank uh, featuring Jay Fiji, uh, Brahmin, and Alana. Alana Reigns, yeah, right? Shout out to the homegirl Alana. I actually work with her, too. I had never heard her vocals. She's killer, man. It's unreal. Yeah. Like, yeah. so good. And, the, and you know, we talked in depth with Gene about the track and just everything that went into it. Um, again, he couldn't say enough good things about you. Yeah. It's like, Josh just came in and... Knocked the stuff out and left. He's just the nicest guy. (laughs) And super brilliant, too. Super creative. Absolutely. Uh, Well, shout out to Eugene before you take off back to Brooklyn. This is The Thief here on Sounds of PDX. It's about damn time to speak my mind. Oh, I love this. The whole Anderson Pack record is full. Like each song has a cool little yeah. bit on the on the it's beginning. <laughs> well, you're listening to Portland Radio Project on 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. If you're listening to us online, hit us up on the talk board. How the guys in Adverse have a friend in Oklahoma that's been saying what's up, but he's not logged in. Do you got you, who is the guy that's? Uh, it's Joe. I bet you anything. It's Joe Hink and Quincy Cobb. Ooh, so if that's the you, adorable Frankie. Hit us up on the talk board. Verify that. Nice. Yeah, we're going to be listening to, uh, we've got five tracks from the new record. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, and the next one coming up is going to be Dark Night. So could you tell me a little bit about that track? Yeah, this is actually, uh, that's one of Boyd's babies. He used to be in another hip-hop group uh, in the 90s called The Ills from Oklahoma. And so the instrumental comes from there, and Boyd actually wrote the lyrics to the first two verses of this song, 
and kind of had a hook worked out and I just like filled in the blanks and then did my thing on the third verse. But also he was like, I really want you to like embellish and like rap this the way you would because all I have is the words. I don't really have any manner that I think would go perfectly with the song. So I just kind of took it and made it my own. And uh, about the highest compliment you can get from Boyd is him saying... (laughs) hey, you did that better than I think I could have. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you can end up dying happy after that one. Yeah. <laughs> Pass the boy test. You're, yeah. you're doing well. So this song is coming straight out of 1994. Yeah. So so having said that, it's it, the inception of it is 20 years old, but this is a, a world premiere of the recording? Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes, it is. World premiere of Adverse Effects here on PRP.FM. This is Dark Knight. Hit us up on the talk board. Let us know what you think. Getting high off the botany, please, baby, don't stop me, cause I'm on a roll. In the dark night, people bought sight, people sort fights, set of rock mites for delight. With the mics carried through the lens of buried on the very it is very necessary to be scary. If your mind goes where the rhyme grows and the line flows from the spine of a white ghost, then you being there, met your ear there, lost your friends where roads bend into death's 
bronies thinking they know me, you can blow me, homie. Show me like you're in the valley doing porn. Seriously, you're delirious. Be producing inferior beats, you hearing me? Go have on a unicorn. I'm sick of rappers, all shiny and plastic glass, getting drastic. You're all just actors, might as well be signed up at my bell. Bragging all on your riches and claiming all women bitches, my crews and switches. Is that really all you care about? Hilarious, you were barely a bust. So it's a must that we revoke your funky membership Your producer hip-hop must be put to a stop I write you drops every time you open up your lips You need evolve cause a problem to solve our progress is poor Luckily we the master, the faster calculus Mathematics rattle my brain and have it on my domain We are not one and the same, you lame, fuck you what? In the dark night, people lost sight People start fights, set of rock mics for the light with the mics carried through the lens are buried on the ferry It is very necessary to be scary If your mind goes where the rhyme grows And the line flows from the spine of a white ghost Then you been there, met your end there Lost your friends where wrongs bend into death, yeah of Dark Knight by Adverse Effects. They're our special guest tonight on Sounds of PDX. I'm your host, Luke Neal, here with Jen Emerson. She's my co-host and has a couple questions for the guys. Yes, we wanted to come back and talk to Spencer about Dark Knight specifically because he's playing some Mad Synth. Yeah, uh, you know, I love that track. Uh, from the moment I heard it, it was always, always one of my favorites, and uh, I was glad that I got to be a part of the, the recording of it. So, yeah, it's a couple parts. I love each part of it, you know, doing some road stuff and then switching, switching to the synth on the, uh, on the, uh, the choruses. Of course, it's a Boyd, it's a Boyd uh, written thing, but, uh, man, he, he writes some good lines. So uh, I think the way that line came about is it used to be the guitar line and then the keyboard player started playing it and then you know mm-hmm. from then we just kind of we turned it into a synth line basically yeah, so yeah. it gets a little weirder when we play live too but uh for the album we we kept it clean so nice. he's the pro one on there yeah it's, uh yeah he's a sequential circuits uh, pro one 1981 analog synthesizer uh, <laughs> work i just want to just want to give a shout out to dave smith in case he's listening <laughs> <laughs> so. the shoulders of giants right uh-huh. oh yeah <laughs> 
You guys got a shout out from DJ Timmy up in oh, Seattle. Word. Yeah, he's all over this album. Yeah. Oh, he, he is. is. Uh-huh. He's the DJ scratching yep. some things. He's, he's basically saying he loves uh, Dark Knight Sounds Great, but he wants to know when you're going to be talking about Tic Tacs versus gum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we can do that now if you want. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do that. We'll play that one next. <laughs> what brought this song about? We're talking about candy. It's the next uh, song we're gonna be playing uh, from Adverse. Man, that is totally another one that's like from 1990, Boyd Mind, and uh, yeah, he had always had the hook on that, and um, had his verse already written, had a little part for me, and then uh, let me roam around on the other parts. I added uh, um, an- another eight bars to my verse just to make it more complete and kind of. Uh, flesh it out a little bit yeah and then just kind of you know uh, the banter part of it was you know just that like no real writing involved in that um it's got a cheeky vibe right yeah it's cheeky and sexy yeah it's like that's who we are (laughs) (laughs) it's actually i would describe you to jen the first time we spoke about you (laughs) brand new music this single was released about a month ago yeah 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 released a month ago and the video was done again by eric hopner of Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah, it's nice and trippy. Yeah, it's yeah, cool it's pretty video. cool. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, more brand new music here from Adverse Effects. Uh, this is Candy here on Portland Radio Project. Give me two sticks of licorice with the lollipop. Oh, pretty please, kisses with the cherry on top. And we chew, when we chew, when we chew, we chew, chew, yo How can I make you understand? I just want a piece of candy in my hand Chocolate-covered praline, pecan from the south Oh man, I can't wait to have to put it in my mouth mm, That taste, what could it be? Your strawberry lipstick lingering on me You want a gummy bear from my pocket? They're all soft Yeah. Alright, well maybe not that bubble bath time Better get the champagne with the lemon and the lime Stereo stimulation, rhythm and the rhyme Followed by a massage at a quarter till nine I tickle your nipple with the tip of my popsicle A fruit juice trickle for the price of a nickel Split a pack of double bubble between me and you And we chew and we chew and we chew and we chew and we chew, chew Singing They give me two sticks of licorice and a lollipop Oh, pretty please, kisses with the cherry on top. Bazooka bubble and a banana split for two. And we chew, and we chew, and we chew, we chew, chew. Yeah. Damn, girl, you gon' give me a cavity. Milky Way body, your booty defying gravity. All the yoga stretch it out like some taffy. She always grabs the licorice whips when she get mad at me. Actually, she grabbing the whips and whipped cream, strawberries, and yo berries. That's my favorite things. Six the cherry off the lips when it's time to get handsy. Damn, it's the candy man playing in your candy land. So go ahead, chew that bubble gum a while. I see your prism eyes and your chest, your cat smile. I raise your two butterfingers with the lollipop while my girl gets a fix on some hot chocolate. The 20 Jolly Ranchers that I just consumed are got me about to let loose on this bowl of kaboom. Sucking chefs, chopping salty balls, a giant pitcher of Kool-Aid. Come and bustin' through the wall singing. Give me two sticks of licorice and a lollipop. 
Candy by Adverse Effects here on Portland Radio Project. You've been hanging out with us and them on Sounds of PDX. We've been playing uh, bits of their new record, and we've got three more tracks coming up from them. I am your host, Luke Neal. And I am your co-host, Jen Emerson. So uh, these tracks were kind of polished off, and you did the, um, the last bit of tracking at B-Side, right? Yes, we did. That experience looked incredible. Gene had posted some photos, and just the ambiance there. Dude, that studio is amazing. Like... Just blew me away walking in there. What tracks did you um, wrap up there? We actually did uh, drum tracking and vocals for both Dark Knight and Put You in a Trance. Okay. Or just Trance. Yeah, yeah when I heard those drums, uh, it was, I was blown away. So. As far as like the drum room engineering? Oh, yeah. 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 It was killer. Like, that was the thing. I mean, I was so used to the song already, you know, but the second, just one second into the drums, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Some of the crisp, like, most crisp drums They're I've ever heard. Crisp. So, yeah, we're to Gene on that. So, I think even Boyd was kind of blown away by how good his drumming sounded. That's so, always great yeah. to hear. I yeah. think he might have used a, a nicer kit on one of the songs, too. He actually used the uh, newer version of the kit that he already has in the Aquarius. Yeah. Wild. He's the Aquarius, too. Yeah, his rig is. Really crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, one way to put it. Some fun gets poked. <laughs> so um, as, as far as that goes, like when you're wrapping up the album and you're working in a different studio and you track some of these, you know, a couple years ago, how do you keep the momentum going from kind of your first chapter with these tracks? Uh, pretty much just an insane will to be done with it. <laughs> Can't <laughs> like, imagine. Yeah. Like... These, those two songs specifically are newer ones um, that we've only been playing for like two and a half years. Um, but still, we like when we had the roster of tracks and we were trimming things down, we knew that we wanted those newer tracks on there too. Um, just for people who have like been listening to us for four years, those are tracks that they haven't heard nearly as much as some of the other ones on the album and we wanted to make sure that they got something new for them you know for their money so the next song that we've got on the list is uh trance or is it put you in a trance what's it's the trance okay perfect yeah. yeah um so let's talk about this song is this uh how long has this one been around this one's actually uh fairly this is the newest one that's on the album um it was a, I originally had wrote it to some things that Boyd had produced um, with his Thumper uh, persona, which is just a like producer slash DJ that he sometimes used to run around as. 
Um, but the instrumentals for that didn't work, so we completely reworked the entire thing, but kept the same lyrics and kept the exact same hook. Hmm. Um, and so Michael Stafford, our old keys player, Mikey Keys, he's um, he wrote the keys part, and then um, John, no, Justin Dupuis, uh, one of our old guitarists, wrote the guitar part for this one, and Benja uh, mashed out the bass line. Um, I think, like, Maybe the coolest part about this track is that it does a little uh, time signature trick on your ears that, um, I, I don't know, I'm just a huge fan of that kind of stuff and like super nerdy like that. Was Justin in that uh, house party video on YouTube, the black and white one? Mm, that, yeah. Was yeah. that him yeah, as a yeah, guitarist? Yeah, 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 he is. Where was that? Is that? That was at Blackwatch Studios where we originally recorded like 80% of this album. That's where like... The Flaming Lips record, what? and like Sufjan Stevens did his oh. new album there. Um, yeah, like a lot of great names have gone through those halls. Shout out to Jared Evans if he's listening. Yeah, he uh, yeah he recorded a great deal of our album and had approached us early, and did it all for free. Wow. Yeah. So, what a compliment. I know. Again. Yeah. Like, what can you say to that? It's super nice of them. This is a. I mean, it's a phenomenal recording, but please show up next Wednesday uh, for the release there with Human Ottoman and Two Planets, or Tribe Mars. Tribe Mars. Tribe Mars. Yeah. Um, it, it's such a great live track because it kind of tricks you. It's got a nice vibe, but then they, they hit you with a couple things. New music from Adverse Effects here on Portland Radio Project. Progression. Only rock with catches to put me through 
my depression 405, the city that thrive through the recession Use this music as a weapon, now we use it as a tool Remove the hatred from your heart, start to see the real you Start to see the higher truth, rumble up the guns we see Getting lost inside the rhythm while you're rocking with your friends Step into a world where the grass is always green The music's always screaming forward, life is but a dream As crazy as it seems, I only ask you take a chance Free your mind, free your mind, free your mind Wanna put you in the tree. 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 Yes, yes, y'all, and it don't stop. Keep rocking to the beat. I'm in the mood. Me and the boys are gonna try to move your feet. Check it out now. Cause that verse always brings the chillest rhymes Put you in a trench Trippy like a telescope Students of the old school Leaders of the new Injecting integrity into everything we do And everything is cool in the mind of the adverse Adverse brothers think deep Up 365 on your 24-7 Cause these adverse brothers don't sleep Look, we had to give you the flavor that you've been craving all of the time To feel a nice security of ice through mics and rhythm and rhyme Trigger the lights, I'm ready to shine Give me the mic, I'm ready to rhyme Line up a line, go inside that drive Well, mine fine, find a way to get fine Wanna put you in the tree 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 Wanna put you in the tree. 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 Let me take away the pain Your worries wash away as we march through the rain now Cause we are Jack smirking revenge And we're taking on recruits Tell your family and your friends Your women and the men You free, you're in the pen You sick of the injustice breeding in the devil's den Come with us, now let's begin This is no time to pretend Everything they took from us, we're taking it back again Join us as we go toe-to-toe with the evil With our fists in the air Screaming power to the people Cause there ain't no power like the power of people Cause the power of people don't stop Power of people don't stop. And I've seen 
things no person has ever seen Which is why when I kick it, I can only be me You rarely hear me talk about the style of the clothes Or the cars or the jewels or the boats and the hoes I could've gone there, it's a real short walk But the closest I ever got was this Wakarusa pop That plus listen in the park non-stop Taught me everything I know about how to change hip-hop My people get up, stand up, tell the man bring it on Cause we know the harder they come, the harder they fall And we know it's all for one and one for all And all it takes is for the people to believe and stand tall, stand strong Time will tell what was right and wrong All we have is a word, so a word is a born Didn't ask for a line, but now that line's been drawn Let our repressors hear this song so they know we carry on There ain't no power like the power of people Cause the power of people don't stop Yo, mental, and I get so caught up in that bass, that instrumental Yo, I got a question, tell me since when do the roots of hip-hop Mean nothing to all these men who claim that they ballin' Say it's all good, I never seen them giving nothing back to the hood Music used to be a way to bring us closer to each other Nowadays, all I hear is rappers tearing down their brothers And all I'm hearing is this iced-out misogyny No, I'm not Tyler, but the future's looking out to me It ain't hard to see what the industry's probably be Radio only play me if I show the worst part of me So sloppily, scribble down some words that'll probably be Unconsciously perceived as the way rap ought to be Here, just stoppingly proclaim this thing gotta be Tears flowing free through the soul, through the heart of me Where Bob Marley be? Where's the little birds in three telling me Josh, you ain't gotta worry about a thing The money never mattered, all that mattered is what we do Siren song to the counterculture cause we need you I said we need you, I said we need you You know we need you, we're all equal Join us as we go toe to toe with the evil With our fists in the air screaming power to the people Cause there ain't no power like the power of people Cause the power of people don't stop No Power by Adverse Effects here on Sounds of PDX. I am your host, Luke Neal. I'm co-host Jen Emerson. And Vince, you wanted to talk a little bit more about the track we just heard. Go ahead and, and uh, tell us what is on your mind. <laughs> yeah, so there's a few interesting things um, coming in as essentially like the third guitar player uh, that Adverse has had. 
Um, and it's something, especially after hearing all these masters and with the album coming out, that I'm constantly going back and forth with Boyd, like, okay, well, I heard John do this part and Justin do this part. Like, do you want me to kind of emulate something like that? Do you want me to kind of do something on my own? So what we always say is, you know, if you get the okay from Boyd, then you're doing something right. And so he just, you know, has been, okay, so yeah, do this, maybe cut this part. This part's good. Stick with that. So that's always nice. Um, with this song, it was interesting because uh, I had back surgery back in April, um, which caused a little bit of a, a slight hiatus with uh, uh, us performing live, but of course us being able to get into the studio and cut um, this album. So when Gene called me to come in and record this one, I had not been able to pick up a guitar in about four, five, six months almost. And so I was just kind of like, okay, well, here we go. Um, so yeah, Gene Blank, awesome, awesome dude. You'll always catch his uh, Licks of the Week on Facebook and they're always super killer. Yeah. Um, I use the 335 that he uh, uses on those quite a bit. Um, so it's lightweight and you know how to kind of uh, cater to what my back was able to do. And so we just kind of went in there um, cut a few of those out and just went through with it. But really the most interesting part is going back and forth between what the other guitar players are doing and kind of making it my own from there as well. And what I take away most from that is definitely what goes into the live performances. So, I mean, another reason to come out and see us next Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Touche. So for, for uh, there's always amazing young talent coming up brand new minds born every single day i know there are people out there listening who would love to get into the hip-hop scene what kind of advice do you have for them uh coming up in in this culture what kind of i don't know little nuggets of wisdom would you like to pass on to the next generation of hip-hop i honestly think it's pretty simple just be yourself and trust yourself and who you are as a person um if you love doing it then you can do it like there's no stopping you from doing anything that you really want to do i know it sounds cheesy but like that's the exact mindset that we approach every show every day every song with um you know it's it's not going to be easy you're going to have a lot of tough times uh being a musician is like 80 percent dealing with some crappy things and 20 percent of the time it's the most incredible thing you could ever ask for it's you know beautiful path i don't think any of us would have it any other way um but yeah just stick to it like it's gonna be tough but just go for it yeah really just get out there like go see your favorite local acts and just talk to them i mean that's the one of the biggest things that that i can put out there is just getting out there kind of like a, you're essentially kind of like marketing yourself a little bit. I don't want that to sound like a, like a business term by any means, but just getting out there, talking to people, um, talking to them about your influences, their influences, how they got into this and how you can kind of get into it. Um, it's, you never want to look at it as, as work, but it sometimes can be, but it's all going towards what you want to be doing in the end. Also, I'd like, I definitely, I definitely think it's important to like do your homework and study. Like, you know, we are all huge heads of music, and that's how, like, you know, any show I go to, I look at as an opportunity to study how they're playing, what they're doing, um, 
just taking notes always and like always sponging up what's going on musically around. Yeah, that's great. That's good advice. Yeah, the one thing I'd add to, add to that is just listen to an insane amount of music, you know, especially hip hop, hip hop. But uh, and keep an open mind about what hip hop is too. You know, it's not just always one MC and one DJ. You know, I mean that's definitely like the the original kind of idea of hip hop but you know we all come to hip hop from kind of different directions and uh you know if you're in a if you're an instrumentalist like get into that you know hang out with MCs make the music and uh join a funk band that would be the one thing I'd say <laughs> <laughs> you can play funk music and you're good yeah you can you got your chops there huh well we want to thank you guys Spencer Josh and Vince for being with us tonight it's been amazing to be able to share this music and I can't thank you enough for the opportunity to yeah, be man. able to share thank with Portland thank you yeah, thank PRP for having us yeah so any quick shout outs and how can your fans reach you before we start talking about the last track um yeah uh, first and foremost shout out hive mind collective hive mind hive mind um, those are the homies hold us down. Um, shout out Joe and Quincy. Anyone else back in Oklahoma? I'm sure Chris is probably listening. Lauren, um, shout out my beautiful girlfriend Kelsey, who did our album artwork. Oh, um, and she's also doing the posters for the band. Well, again, I can't thank you guys enough for being here. And like, I can't wait for Portland to hear this song. This is in my mind. It's a 10 minute track and it's the fastest 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> like I, I wanted more. So encompass this song. How did it come about? And like, man, it's just epic. Um, so Boyd, Boyd, Benja and I used to live in the same little like housing complex in Norman, Oklahoma. And so we practiced like three, four times a week. And Boyd stumbles into practice one day. He was in a punk rock band also called Scabby Itchens at the time. He was like... Great name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was... Um, he came in and he was like, hey, Benjamin, let me see your bass. Uh, he plays bass. In, he played bass in the punk band. And, um, you know, he was like just picking on that bass line, you know, that boom, 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 boom. And... Uh, he like couldn't get it out of his head and he was like, yeah, everyone at the scabby practice was making fun of me. And I was like, dude, like keep playing that and like wrote it, it the entire song in about 10 minutes. What? Yeah. Hook bridges for everyone. And yeah, I mean, with Boyd's help right there and then like hit the verses. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's total uh, homage to 80s Cure-esque kind yeah. of stuff. Um, yeah. Boyd's got the David Bowie vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Boyd on those high harmonies. Out. Yeah. yeah. Just crazy. Beautiful. Yeah, new, new Order vibe as well. Face melter of a bridge. Shout out to John Calvin, our first guitarist, for making that track sound mm -hmm. like, like it does. I personally thank him because yeah. I get to play that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for writing that. Well, we're going to spin it here. I, I want to say thank you uh, for hanging out with us tonight. It has been a ball. Ladies and gentlemen, world premiere of In My Mind by Adverse Effects. I will see you next week here on Portland Radio Project.